Before I begin, happy Juneteenth. As we talk about prayer today, I feel like there is plenty to pray on in relation to this important holiday. Also, before I begin, in case there are any kids on Zoom, this message is for you too, or kids at heart. There may be times when I say stuff that doesn't make sense to you or use big words you're not sure of. Don't worry about that. If you have any questions for me, just let me know at some point. I'll be happy to talk with you about it, or I bet another adult you trust, like a mom or dad, would be happy to talk with you about it too. And if you find it all too much, just think about these questions. When do you pray? Where do you pray? How do you pray? How do you feel when you pray? What happens to your body and your heart when you pray? I'd love to hear your thoughts on prayer anytime. Now, let's pray. Dear God, please don't let me mess this up. Amen. Prayer. What a huge part of faith that kind of happens all the time and we don't often stop and talk about talk about it, do we? Some of us are, are more comfortable praying in public than others. Some of us are more comfortable with extemporaneous public prayer than others. Some wish others weren't so comfortable with extemporaneous public prayer and could we just get on with it already? Some of us take time to pray regularly. Some of us probably feel like we rarely pray on our own. It's, often, it's not often talked about, and yet I know it's often a big part of why people of faith go to the church they go to or why many people don't go to church at all because we're either comfortable or uncomfortable with the public prayer we find in those spaces. As a society in general, we are very comfortable with prayer as a way of bettering yourself, meditating, you do you. But prayer more generally, including displays of public prayer, maybe a little less so, sometimes significantly less so, the subject of prayer is fraught with some unfortunate examples, largely, but certainly not exclusively, demonstrated by privileged straight white guys. Really quickly, here are some of the dangers of prayer. Prayer is a weapon. Public prayer or one take talking about what they pray can be used to demean others or lend weight to a specific opinion or idea. It can be used to underhandedly put others down. And most of us, at some point, have probably experienced this, if not felt being on the receiving end of it. I think Ray and or maybe uh, Matthew referenced Mark Twain's War Prayer earlier this spring, and I would highly recommend all pacifist people of faith read that. It's a powerful reminder of how prayer can and often is used in our society in sometimes very subtle ways and sometimes very overt ways to create an us-versus-them mentality with, of course, the us being superior and loved by God. So, prayer can be weaponized. Two, prayer has also been used as an excuse. In the last couple of years, thoughts and prayers has become a phrase associated with people who don't really want to do anything about dire, important issues like gun control. 
these empty, hollow sentiments that do not have any physical, tangible action associated with them also have given prayer a bad rap. And finally, we limit prayer. I feel like there is a strong tradition of putting prayer in boxes, in limiting what prayer is. Often it feels like more weight is given to certain individuals or types of people who pray compared to others, like you have to pray in a certain way, or be a certain kind of righteous, or be a certain type of thoughtful person, or have a certain type of connection with your creator to do it right. Those are some of the big reasons I feel a little hesitant to talk about prayer. And also, my own doubts. I mean, why should I talk about this? So many of you are probably more prayerful than me. What if I say, I say is somehow divisive or puts down someone else's understanding of prayer? I don't want to do that. Rachel pointed out to me that Anne Lamott calls the three great prayers help, thanks, and wow. That's pretty good. So if you get nothing else from what I say, help, thanks, and wow. But I'm going bigger. Please know that, what, that these are just my thoughts, and I don't have a leg to stand on other than my own experience and what I personally believe when it comes to prayer. But here's what I think. Prayer is for everybody, everywhere, all the time. Not everything is a prayer, but anything can be a vehicle for prayer. We can communicate with our Creator in as many ways as there are people to do it, as there are stars in the heavens. God's ways are infinite. God's love is infinite. The ways we can communicate with our Creator is infinite. How do you best communicate with God? Maybe it's in a traditional way like meditation or a set time that you take to talk to God, to thank God or praise or petition God. Certainly, I think as a faith community, we sing our prayers as much as we say them, and I love that about us. Personally, I rarely sit down and pray for an extended time. I don't often meditate in traditional ways. I do pray often, though. In the past few years, I've taken to intentionally praying for you all individually as a way of feeling connected during these strange COVID times. It's been something I can do, but it almost always never is done sitting down and folding my hands and closing my eyes. It's done after reading an email from you or seeing something that reminds me of you as I go about my daily life. And I stop and I take a moment to think of you, to think about how you're doing, think about what you bring to our church family. Think about how you are a child of God. Personally, I pray best when I'm moving, doing some sort of repetitive cardio that helps me clear my mind. I think this is partially because growing up, I spent thousands of hours swimming back and forth in a swimming pool. So it was the time that I got used to being stuck with my thoughts. To clarify, I like repetitive cardio that doesn't make me have to think too much about what I'm doing or the dangers of the space I'm moving through, so a bike usually doesn't work. Although there certainly have been many prayerful moments for me on a bike. Although they have tended to be more of the, wow, 
God's creation or, oh God, don't let me die. Running used to be a great experience for me in achieving this meditative cardio balance, but my back finds a significantly less positive experience. So usually it's doing a repetitive activity or preferably walking. Walking through space, experiencing the world around me, seeing people and creation as I move through very different spaces. This is one of my most prayerful states. That's me. And certainly, while I've mentioned one way, there are so many other moments and places that at times are prayerful for, excuse me, for me. Often people pray before a meal or maybe going to bed. After my first cross-country bicycle ride, I started to send up a little prayer every time an ambulance goes by me. I'd be curious to hear where you feel like you communicate with your creator best. Where do you pray? Where do you find you pray best? Where you communicate with your creator? Maybe it's doing a daily task. Maybe it's part of your work. Maybe it's part of what you do for fun. Maybe it's part of your rest. Are there particular places or situations that work better for you? Truly, I'd love to hear. If you want to talk, tell me about it over coffee or tea sometime, let me know. If you want to fire me a text or an email, that'd be great. If you want to talk to me after church, that works too. When people say that they need to pray more or they need to make room for more prayer in their life, I get that. There can be great value in taking intentional time for more traditional prayer and meditation. But it certainly shouldn't feel like what you do isn't enough. I believe prayer is like the air you breathe, like the spirit all around. It's right there with you, in you, because God is with you all the time, right? And if, as Steve H.K. so eloquently shared in his TED Talk, there are many ways we communicate outside of verbal language, then doesn't it make sense that that holds true for how we communicate with God? You don't have to put it into words, although doing so can be very helpful. You can sing your prayer. You can dance your prayer. You can knit your prayer. I've definitely doodled or drawn a prayer. You can exercise your prayer. You can clean your dishes and pray. You can have a feeling and share it as a prayer. It's right there all the time. Because God is right there all the time. Certainly not everything is a prayer. But pretty much anything can be. Isn't that wonderful? I was going to share a list of my most memorable prayerful moments, but I started to write them down and realized there was no way I was going to get through a third of them without breaking down into a blubbery, weepy mess. And you've seen me do that plenty enough. So I would encourage you to just consider those moments for yourself. And I'd like to invite you to join me in a type of meditation or prayer that I've done before up here and that was originally done by someone who I feel was very much open to many different types of prayer and the many different types of people who pray them, Mr. Rogers. So if you're willing, I'd like you to close your eyes. Now think of someone who you've looked up to. Maybe someone whose prayer life or their praying 
was important or special to you. Maybe it's someone who is close to you today, or maybe it's someone who is no longer with us. Either way, think about who they are or how their prayer life has informed you. No matter how different you are or how different you pray. Think about how happy they would be to see you here. Thinking of them today. Think about the love of God with you and with this other individual right now. Think on all of this and think on how you pray, how you communicate with your Creator. What do you have to say or feel? I'll keep the time for one minute, and if your mind wanders off, that's okay. Just gently bring it your attention back. Let's pray. Loving God, thank you for always being with us and that we always have the opportunity to talk to you. We thank you for your infinite love and grace and openness to all our ways of being and doing and communicating. For we are yours, all of us, whether we recognize it or want it or not. Gracious God, thank you for this opportunity to share some thoughts. May they be a gift and not a deterrence to those that have heard them. May these thoughts speak, however awkwardly or wrongly, to truths beyond our comprehension. Listening God, Help us to pray. Help us to communicate with you. However works best for each of us, each in our own unique way. Because we know that each of us is your child. In your name we pray. Amen.